0: Welcome to the Compliance 911 Show, a no-nonsense podcast discussing hot topics for today's busy compliance professional. It's everything you wanted to know about regulatory compliance, but we're afraid to ask. And now, here are your hosts, Dean Stockford of M&M Consulting and Len Susio of Geodata Vision.
1: So, Len, you've covered quite a few topics under community reinvestment, which are extremely important and and very informative for our clients as well as our audience. What's your focus
2: for today? Well, Dean, I think I have a pretty interesting topic. Uh, uh, And today I would like to address a question few bankers consider, although it has very important implications. And the topic is Should a non reporting bank voluntarily report its CRA-related lending activity. But
1: even the regulators don't require a bank to report their CRA data. Why should a bank do this? This should be interesting. So why should a bank voluntarily
2: report its CRA data? Well, in almost all circumstances, a bank should voluntarily report its CRA data. And there are some very good reasons that voluntary reporting serves the best interest of the bank.
1: Okay, I'm game. What are the reasons the bank should voluntarily report its CRA activity?
2: Okay, I'm going to go through at least seven good reasons whereby a bank would benefit from voluntarily reporting its CRA activity. To begin with, although 90% of banks are not required to report their CRA activity, 100% of banks are required to perform under CRA. This means you will be held accountable to meet your CRA responsibilities, whether you have collected and reported the data or not. Now think about that. If you're going to be required to demonstrate that you are fulfilling your CRA responsibilities, how can you possibly do that without collecting the data? And by collecting the data, I mean more than merely capturing the data. I mean scrutinizing and scrubbing the data to assure its integrity. That scrub data is the necessary prerequisite for not only reporting, but analyzing your performance and monitoring and managing results. It's the difference between being proactive or passive about your CRA responsibilities. So that's reason number one. But if you're going this far, then why not report your data? After all, if you report your your data, it will be contained in the public database, which allows you to compare your performance to any and all other reporting lenders. This is an integral part of being able to know how you're performing under CRA. So there's a second good reason for voluntarily reporting. But aside from facilitating the comparison with other lenders for compliance purposes, reporting the data allows for more in-depth market analysis. This is reason number three. You would be surprised, by the way, about the positive impact that often accompanies market analysis with CRA-reported data. Often, community banks in their own backyard outperform even the biggest banks. This gives a bank the potential for bragging rights, for small business, small farm, and mortgage lending in their own communities. But There's there's even more reasons to voluntarily report your CRA activity. When your bank is going to be examined for its CRA performance, if you haven't collected and reported your CRA data, examiners will develop a database extracted from a random sampling of loans they have identified as small business or small farm loans or residential mortgages. Now think about that for a minute. This means not only do you not know what your performance looks like, it means you have no idea what the sampling developed by examiners says about your performance as well. After all, how can you explain your performance when you don't have your own data and you don't know how how accurate the examiner's sampling is? So reason number four to voluntarily report your CRA data is because you know the data that your CRA evaluation will be based on. You won't go into your CRA exam in the dark. Len, I've never heard anyone identify so many
1: reasons, but I believe you've made a great case for a bank to consider voluntarily
2: reporting its CRA activity. Are there still more? Oh, yes. There's a few more I'd like to share with you in the audience today. One of the common complaints I've heard from CRA officers from non-reporting banks is the constant confusion about what data and what tests apply for CRA exams. Voluntarily reporting CRA activity creates a self-discipline in the organization. It may take a while, and there may be some resistance at first, but eventually the voluntary reporting of CRA activity means more accurate and complete data versus a guessing game when it comes to scrub CRA data and the sample data developed by examiners. So there's a fifth reason. Voluntarily collecting and reporting the data also makes the examiner's job easier. They don't have to engage in reviewing loan files and and developing a sampling of data. It also shows an examiner that your bank is serious about monitoring and fulfilling its area responsibilities. Now, I ask you, how do you think that will affect an examiner's attitude towards your bank? So how many reasons is that, Dean, so far?
1: Well, I am getting a little older, so I'm not sure I can count that high, but I believe that that was six. Are there still more?
2: Yes. Again, Dean, there's another one. Another very good reason to report your CRA data is that it creates an elective for intermediate small banks that allows them to choose to be evaluated under the large bank examination standards. Whoa, you might say. Why would I want to be examined under the large bank performance standards? Aren't they more difficult than the ISB CRA performance standards? And the answer is a surprising no. No. And the big difference is the stress on community development activities under the ISB examination standards. You know, large banks are examined for CRA purposes using a 24-point performance uh, testing framework consisting of 12 points for the lending test, six points for community development services, and six points for community development investments. All a large bank needs is 11 points out of a possible 24 points to earn a composite performance rating of satisfactory that includes a minimum of 6 points on the lending test. So a large bank can theoretically earn 11 points on the lending test and att- can and can attain no points, 0 points on community development investments and services and still receive a composite satisfactory performance rating. That's pretty shocking I'm certain to many of our listeners today. But on the other hand, IS, ISB examination standards include two tests, the lending test and the community development activities test. And an ISB must earn a satisfactory rating on both tests to attain a composite satisfactory performance rating. So a bank with poor community development activities undergoing a CRA exam based on the ISB performance standards will fail its CRA exam, while a bank undergoing a CRA exam using the large bank standards can attain a satisfactory performance rating even with poor community development activities. So voluntarily reporting your CRA activities will give an ISB the option to be evaluated under the more forgiving, that is with respect to community development activities, large bank standards. And the elective does not need to be selected until just before your CRA exam begins, thereby giving a bank the opportunity to assess if it has engaged in enough CD activity to be confident, it will attain at least a satisfactory level of community development lending under the ISB standards. Or should it elect to be examined under the large bank standards? This is reason number seven to voluntarily report your CRA data. It's a no-lose proposition. The bank has everything to gain and nothing to lose. I strongly recommend it to every banker listening to this podcast.
1: Yeah, I can honestly say I've never heard of so many really, really good reasons for a bank to voluntarily report a CRA activity. I know I've learned a lot from your presentation and of course working and collaborating with you on many projects over the last few years. Uh, I'll bet everyone listening to this podcast has learned a lot about many reasons to voluntarily report their CRA activities and the importance of doing so uh, for the regulators. So, uh, once again, Len, just a, another really good uh,
2: informative topic. Uh, this is Dean Stockford from M&M Consulting. And this is Len Susio from GeoDataVision saying, thank you for listening to today's topic on. The many reasons why a small bank and an intermediate small bank should voluntarily report their CRA activities. Please let us know of any topics you would like to hear about in
0: future podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Compliance 911 Show. If you like the podcast, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you're at it, please give us a like and review to help others find the show. As always, links are in the show notes, and you can always find us online at compliance911show.com. Follow m M&M Consulting and Geodata Vision on LinkedIn for all the latest news and information on compliance hot topics.